to another episode of We Did That Shit Podcast, where we talk about who did some shit, what we learned from shit, and how we got through some shit. I'm Maya. And I'm Babi. Podcast family, we appreciate you, and we hope your week was the shit. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you enjoy our company, please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, and Anchor. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. Hey, girl. Hey! I'm back. Suntan glowing. Mm-hmm. And the bad thing about it is the tan will be gone before I know it because... It's winter here. I know. And your tans kind of go away fast. Mine stay a little longer. And not in the summer. My tan stays a long time. Because it's summer. Yeah, because you're still getting sun and your your skin is exposed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if I go away for my birthday, my tan lasts until like March, April. So the sun come back out. Mm, Well, aren't you lucky? No, because I ain't going no fucking where. Anyway, I just want to say red was really y'all's color. Oh, thank you. Those I thought so too. So nice. Oh my gosh, they look beautiful. Thank you. I thought so too. I was so glad that we picked red, especially for my big birthday. Um, cuz I had been wanting to do red for a couple of years, but we just, you know, picked every color in the rainbow but red. Mm-hmm. So, for the big birthday, you know, we picked the red and it really turned You sh- let me tell you something. 12 Kyle you was on to something when you said that men respond to red in that show that you did. Because <laughs> when I tell you that heads was turning when we had that red on, because, you know, we started out earlier, we had the red bathing suits on. Right. Taking pictures. They already thought we was somebody because we stayed in like the adult portion of the resort. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it was couples, mm-hmm. you know, and then us. And so we had butler service at the resort. So, you know, they would come wherever you were, bring you anything you wanted and all like that. And so they already Mm -hmm. thought that we were somebody. Every time we walked by somebody, I was like, celebrities, because they were staring at us so damn bad. So I just kept (laughs) coming out, celebrities. So we were taking pictures and everything on the beach. You know, we did a photo shoot. Mm -hmm. They really thought we were somebody. Then that evening when we had them red dresses on, all the damn men, I'm talking about men that was there with their women, turning around at dinner, like turning their chair around mm. at the damn restaurants, talking to us. I'm looking at these men like, you're supposed to be on a romantic dinner. What you want? Right. Y'all on vacation. You turned around talking to us, screaming across the resort like, oh, you look beautiful. That red, honey, I tell you, I'm putting mm-hmm. red in my damn, uh, I feel like I only got two red shirts, but after that, Mm. Red is about to be my new favorite color. I'm on Nordstrom's.com as you speak. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need red in my life. 
yeah, but the pictures are beautiful. I said, oh, that red is really doing it for them. It looks, it looks really nice. Thank you. Thank you. Glad you're back safe. Thank you. Yeah, because doing that podcast by myself was not what it was hitting for. <laughs> oh, you ain't have a good time with that one? I didn't. It was just really weird because you weren't here. You're right. I, I know. Like, I felt the same way when I had to do the show by myself. Is it, it almost feels like you're talking to yourself? But then, like I said on the show, I talk to myself. So I just was like, "Well, you're just doing what you regularly do." I talk to myself too, but I was just like, "Where's she at?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't have that other person chiming in. I don't think, and I don't think off. I really ever thought about it. But I wouldn't want to do a podcast by myself. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wouldn't do one without you. I wouldn't do it with another person either. But. I certainly wouldn't want to do one by myself. So even if I wanted to do something or something that I'm really interested in or whatever, you would have to give your comments on the shit because I was like not feeling that at all. (laughs) Well, you did a good job. And thanks thanks for holding down the fort while I was away. I mean, other than doing the podcast by yourself, how was your week? Um, School started. That's all of (laughs) it. Exactly. Mm-mm. Exactly. That's all I'm gonna say about that. And you know what? I'm it. But I'm, you know, I feel progressive. I, my little place is coming together. Okay. You know what I mean, it's kind of nice. And um, so, leave surely, I'm getting it together. And somebody was like, "You got a TV in there?" I was like, Mm-mm, "I don't want none of the comforts of home like that. Like, I don't mm. want, no, I don't want nobody to come over and feel comfortable." And right. That's about. <laughs> Like, it's time for you to go. It's nothing to watch, nothing yeah. to do, it's nothing to see. Yeah. Well, so, good for you. Good luck in um, school and everything for the semester. So, uh, who did some shit this week? Well, you know, we talked about that rape that happened at the nursing home in Phoenix, Arizona, when a lady was impregnated and gave birth. You know, she was a vegetable for what 14 years I said well they caught the nurse and I use the word nurse very loosely they caught the nurse who had a license allegedly uh impregnated the the woman and when I tell you (laughs) when that picture released (laughs) I said you ain't supposed to stereotype people you ain't supposed to judge a book by its cover but I'm judging that nursing home and the hiring officer, and I'm judging him. That man looked like a damn stone cold nut. You ain't even supposed to use the word nut. That's offensive. But he looked like a damn nut. And clearly he was a nut. Maya, when I saw that picture, I'm like, I was just staring at the picture like, yeah, what? Exactly. (laughs) Who hired him? He looked crazy as hell. And I still feel like the director that quit and left real fast, you cannot in good conscience have somebody like, you don't want to pass judgment, but he looks crazy. You don't want to pass judgment. But the if, if what, what did I tell you when I saw that picture? I said, at first thing I thought was I, he can't be a damn L, a nurse, like with a license that passed the test because it's no amount of, 
education or anything. And, and, and no, you're not supposed to judge people. There's no amount of anything, a licensed credential, anything that would have had him sitting across from me and him asking questions. And I'm like, Oh yeah, you're hired. No, he got no, hell no. And obviously something was going on with the man if he raped a patient that was at the nursing home. So he showed, I'm sorry, people who do certain things, they show signs of maybe not that thing, but they show signs of something very early on. Now, you might not show signs that you are a rapist, but from the looks of him and from, from the crime that he committed, he shows signs of something. And I'm you so know, sure. you know, it wasn't from one sex act, right? You know, he had been having sex with that girl, and it is—it really is a crying shame. But he has been arrested, and hopefully, justice will be served. And also, the family of the girl spoke out, saying um, that they wanted the news and the nursing home to stop saying that she's in a vegetative state because she's like more of severe severely intellectually disabled when she was a child she had like multiple 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 seizures back to back and um they was like she doesn't just lay there but she doesn't have understanding of you know her mind is not developed past a five-year-old something like okay yeah so um yeah that's terrible but i am glad he was caught and i really do hope justice will be served in that case and I hope they close that place down. And if they don't yes. close it down, anybody else who is coming there for any kind of job that they do a little bit more research on the person, background checking, and judge a book by its cover when it comes mm-hmm. to that place. Uh, exactly. So mm-hmm. who else did some shit? Well, you know, it was another mass shooting that happened. If you did not hear about it, because... I mean, it came and went just like that. It happened. Yes, I was about to say, yes. It, it really happened did. on January 23rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 21 year old walked into a SunTrust bank in Sebring, Florida. Right. Just throw the whole Florida away. But, you know, he walked into the bank and he ended up murdering five people at the bank. Right. And. For no reason. None whatsoever. Everything that I've read on um, the situation, nothing has come out that I've read that he did it for a specific reason, that he had a motive behind it. Or and when he walked into Charleston, South Carolina, he had a motive. You know, he went in mm-hmm. there to do something in right. particular. This, all that I've read, I haven't read anything in regards to that. But I really brought this up for one specific reason. Mass shootings have become so commonplace that it happens, it might be a little blurb about it, and then it goes. Like, this was no big news story. It wasn't shown all over the TV. Mm -hmm. I didn't even really see it over social media, like, that much. You know, it was kind of like, oh, this happened at 10 o'clock, and then by 11 o'clock, we was on to the next thing. And it's just sad that we live in a time where things like this come and go and the next one is happening like before you even blink your eye. It's it's insane to me. It's it's ridiculous. And plus, they exploit the situations that they want to. Of course. You know, so they have another agenda now. So that's not important. And, you know, they just like, whatever. 
Life and another true. thing is, is that he was white and point blank period. If he was anything else, they all they're talking about is building this wall. They're talking about right. uh, all these terrorists that come in, that's coming in. And we keep negating the fact that it is domestic terrorists in this society. And right. They don't look like the agenda that you're pushing. And so you're not going to bring a notice to it. And it keeps happening. White males going and doing mass shootings. You know, the story comes out that they were mentally ill or that they had this problem or that problem. No, call it what it is. It's terrorism. It's domestic terrorism. And because they are white, just like I wasn't even going to bring this up, but I had to do I had to do a sidebar about this. I'm sorry because it mm-hmm. just speaks to this. Did you see when the kids at that Catholic school was taunting the oh, Native American man? God. Right. Oh my god! The story after it came out of the video of them taunting this man while he was you know sitting there playing his native drum. Then they interviewed the boy. Afterwards, yes, yes. he's a damn gear be a serial killer. Boy ain't blinked his eye one time on a damn interview. <laughs> not one time. I watched it. No, he did not blink his damn eye. But it just goes to show you that white people, especially white males, will always get the benefit of the doubt. They were he was able to tell his side of the story. They flipped that story like he didn't do anything wrong. And the whole city and school, t- the town is behind them. Yeah. Justifying what they did. Yeah. Yeah, because they with it. They are with it. But that's that's why I just brought that up as a sidebar, like I said, because you know, here we are again with another white male committing a crime and nothing being done about it. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just crazy to me. Speaking of rest in peace for those people. You know, I'm sorry. Speaking of crime, this should be a crime. The Secretary of Commerce, I don't know if you know him, his name is Wilbur Ross. I do not like talking about politics, but last week I talked about the shutdown because, you know, it's a very real thing, whatever. But Mm -hmm. Wilbur Ross said he was confused as to why thousands of federal workers are relying on food banks during the shutdown. And the, the word he used was, I don't know why they're flocking (laughs) to the food banks. He says the 30 days of pay that some people will be out. There's no real reason. Let me say that again. He said there's no real reason Mm -hmm. why they shouldn't be able to get a loan against their pay. We've seen all the ads from the financial institutions offering it. That's what he said. Wait, is that in quote? And that's end quote. That's what he said. And this man, who is the Secretary of Commerce, he is worth how much money? Seven hundred million dollars. For a person that's worth seven hundred million dollars, you know they are disillusioned. They 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 have no common sense when it comes to common problems, and so. I've, I've seen this story, but I didn't know how much he was worth when I saw it. But after I found out how much he was worth, I said, oh, okay, this makes sense. Because you have no real thought process, empathy, or anything for the common person. How are you serving the American people if you are so far removed from the American people? He said 
there's no real reason why you can't just go on to the bank. And get a loan. And get a loan. So I don't got to qualify for the loan. I just got to be a federal worker. I'm a federal And exactly. I don't have to pay the money back because that's what we failed to, with, to you know. Interest. Right. I got to pay the money back. And, and, you know, it's just really, but how can you serve the country? You have no rules that you said. You have no real he what? Has no he has no connection to right. the American people. Well, no. you have a person who is the president of the country who is the same exact way, which is the reason why he can have this furlough uh, going, I mean, government shutdown on for so mm -hmm. long because he has no connection. Is he starving? Hell no. You know, is Wilbert starving? Hell no. So because of those things, they're going to say stuff like this or continue to do stuff like this because it doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect the people that they know. I didn't talk about the government shutdown last week. And I'll just say this little quick thing about it since we're talking about it. I don't feel sorry for the people who voted for Trump that shut down. That's furloughed. I don't feel sorry for y'all. Trump is just like Bush in the sense of Bush was the best thing since sliced bread. You know, they voted for him. They loved him. He was the best thing. When his ass got that daddy's war going back on and he started mm -hmm. sending some little white kids over to Afghanistan and they was mm -hmm. getting murdered, then Bush was the, the bottom of the damn barrel. Trump is the same way. The government was doing so good. You know, the, the, the we was prospering. You got a businessman in office. It was just mm -hmm. going to be this great thing. You know, the economy was doing well. Well, if the economy is doing so damn well, what you going to food bank for? Exactly. And since and you mentioned that, who, who, who I'm speaking who of the people who voted for him, yes. not for all of the federal yes. workers, because what people need to realize, and that just ain't Wilbur or Trump or Lump or Dump, mm -hmm. is anybody, everybody in the society, damn near the largest majority of society is living paycheck to paycheck. I put it to you. Absolutely. They live in paycheck to paycheck and they Absolutely. ain't one paycheck away from poverty, starvation, and homelessness. That's right. And what this has That's shown right. is that in 2008 when Obama came into office and we had that housing crisis, people was losing mm -hmm. their houses left and right. You had, we had, you know, we was on the verge of a depression. You had CEOs delivering pizzas and stuff like that. Well, all of that stuff was happening and they was in line for food stamps in line for it's the same it's the same exact thing and it's because people live paycheck to paycheck if you're not getting paid you're not paying your damn bills and a damn bill collector don't want to hear yo i'm furloughed i gotta right. give you that back pay <laughs> they don't care you know what i'm saying and stuff like this stuff like the housing crisis or the the, the you know like i said the depression that was going to happen in 2008 when obama came to office it just shows you what people really are dealing with in society and stuff like wilbert said it shows you how far removed everybody in that whole administration is removed from society, society, real life society. Well, I just didn't want to say two quick things. Number one, I told you you should have been here. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, so all of the news, the major news sources today, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all, everybody is obsessed with Trump voters, mm -hmm. people who voted for Trump. And I just want to read one blurb from one of the Trump voters. Okay. He says, two years ago, Jeff Dewart was fed up with politics. He wanted to shake up the status quo. He didn't mind sending a message to the establishment. Mm -hmm. And frankly, he liked the idea of a disruptive president. 
But the 49-year-old dumbass Navy reservist, I added the dumbass myself, mm-hmm. has some second has some second thoughts. And this is what he said. What the fuck were we thinking? First of all, not we, you. You. <laughs> what were we thinking? And he is saying that it's still he's talking about the wall and the, the shutdown. He said the man said he would be proud to shut down the government, but it's silly. It's destructive, adding that all he knows about 2020 is that he won't be voting for Trump. He says, I was certainly for the anti-status quo. I'll be more status quo next time. Yeah, you big dummy. People What's the man's name? Jeff Dewart. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Continue and, and to this, talk before I say something about Jeff. And this is, and that's exactly what I'm saying, how people, when, you know, people were mad at Barack Obama because they felt like, oh, he took the factory jobs away and stuff like that. We live in an age of technology. And those people who voted for Donald Trump thought that they were going to bring, thought that he was going to bring back those, open up them iron mills and steel Mm -hmm. mills and them factories and things like that. Industrialization is over as we know it. You know, and now look at look at you. Well, at the end of the day, all of that sounds wonderful, but Jeff Dewar was going against the black man. The establishment was black people. Trump wasn't nothing but a white answer to you being mad that a black man was in power for eight years. That's all that was. Them mother suckers wasn't thinking about no damn. Uh, it sound good. It sounds good. It sound real good to blame it on. Oh, we was thinking about factory jobs. We was thinking about he was going to bring big businesses and we was trying to make America great again. No, you was trying to make America white again. And this is what happens when, when you wanted to make America white again, when we was on the verge of having a financial crisis. A black man brought your ass out of that. You know, the financial crisis that a white man created, a black man brought you out of it. Then you wanted to vote for Trump, not because of coal mines. You wanted to vote for him because he was white. He was giving your white agenda and you wanted to get away from the black agenda that you thought Barack Obama had. And that's just basically what it is. And now you see... Jeff Dewar and all you people who voted for Trump, who's in lines at the food banks and Wilbur, the secretary of commerce is telling you, you're dumb, go get a loan. Now you see what happens when you vote in the way that you vote because you want a white man, not because you want jobs and not because you want, no, you want, you wanted a white man. And that's exactly what you got. A white man that's thinking about himself. Exactly. And also, you know, I don't claim to be an economy, uh, an economist or anything like that. But I do know that countries earn money like their gross domestic product. Mm-hmm. And so this shutdown, we're in the 34th or 35th day of this shutdown. So our first quarter GDP is shot. So the government is not working. People aren't getting paychecks and the country is not making money. Mm-hmm. But y'all wanted to vote for the what did what did you want to do? The anti-establishment. anti-establishment. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. When you backed up in them bills and you gotta play catch up, because that's what's gonna happen, sweetheart. Now we get ready to go into February. You got to pay another mortgage. Then you coming from off of Christmas. People backed up because they didn't went out and spent all their Christmas money because you're like, well, I'm gonna get a check in January. Now you ain't got that. Now we're going into February. Bill collectors want the back. And two, they long shorts. They want right. their money with interest. 
And they will take your shit away like a long shirt or break your damn legs if you don't give it to them. But y'all continue mm-hmm. to vote for the anti-establishment. What else we got? Who else did some shit? Because because I could go on and on and on and on and on and on about this dumb shit. Okay, well, I mean, let's calm Just down saying. a little bit. Saying. On the 21st, the day we celebrated Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday, Senator Kamala Harris made her announcement that she will be running for president in 2020. Now, President Kamala Harris is a Democrat out of California. And, you know, I don't like, I'm not getting into we should vote for her because she's black or whatever to hearsay. I just, a lot of people, she's not very well known outside of California. Mm-hmm. In California, she's very popular. Some people know her, um, but outside of California, she's not very popular at all. So I just, And I've been following her since she was elected. I've been following her on Twitter. So I just want to just do briefly, just who is she? So Kamala Harris is, I think her middle initial is D. Her name name is Divi or Devi or something like that. Kamala D, like dog, Harris, is the first African-American to represent California in the United States Senate. She was elected on, uh, she took office January 3rd. She was born October 20th, 1964 in Oakland, California. She graduated from Howard University undergrad in 1986. She graduated from University of California's Hastings College of Law with a Juris Doctorate degree in 1989. Harris served as the Deputy District Attorney in Alameda County, California from 1990 to 1998. She was the managing attorney in the San Francisco District Attorney's Office. She was the chief of the Division on Children and Families, where she established California's first Bureau of Children's Justice. She was the first African-American and first woman elected district attorney of San Francisco. She served from 2004 to 2011 and attorney general of California from 2011 until she was elected in 2016. She was elected U.S. Senator in 2016. She took office in 2017. She's the first female of Jamaican descent and the first black senator in California. She fights for middle-class families, children, education, environmental protection, seniors, and immigrant communities. Um, She made the current U.S. Attorney General Sessions complained that her persistent questioning at his state confirmation hearings made him nervous. She also led the campaign against the confirmation of Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh immediately when he was nominated, when his nomination was announced. Harris is the author of two books. Her first book, Smart on Crime, it was published in 2009, is considered a model for dealing with the problem of criminal justice and recidivism. And her other book, The Truths We Hold, An American Journey, is her memoir. Her father is, he is Jamaican. He was Jamaican born and he is an economics professor at Stanford University. Her mother is Indian. She was a prominent breast cancer researcher and um, it said her name was Shyamala, mm-hmm. and she came here from India to study to go to college, and that's where she uh, met her husband, 
her uh, Kamala's father. And she said when she moved here, she moved into a black community because she was a woman of color. And that's the only place she was accepted. So she it was the 1960s and she got really involved with the civil rights uh, movement. So it says after her death in 2009, an obituary in the San Francisco San Francisco Chronicle said, despite her five foot stature, Hers was a commanding presence characterized by a sharp wit, keen sense of humor, and endless depth of knowledge. She embodied an independent, confident, and curious spirit that led her to travel alone to the United States as a teen, forge a career as a brilliant breast cancer research, join the civil rights movement, introduce a generation of students of color to careers in science, and through it all, raise two remarkable young women by herself. Her passion for science was augmented by a fervent commitment to social justice, leading to a lifelong fight against injustice, racial discrimination, and intolerance. She instilled these values in her daughters, who in turn have dedicated their lives to the pursuit of justice and equality. And Kamala does say that even though her father was involved in her life, that much and most of who she is is because of her mother. Thank you for reading that uh, stuff about her because I didn't know much about her either. I mean, I, like you, have been following her on Twitter. And, um, you know, I know that she was very vocal when Brett Kavanaugh was being um, nominated into the Supreme Court. And you know what? I have to do my research on her to find out, you know, what she brings to the table that I would be interested in. And I will say this. I don't think that you should vote for people just because they are something. You know, like, don't vote for her just because she's a woman. Don't vote for her just because she's Black. Don't vote for her because she's a Black woman. However, for the people out there that's like, now that she announced her presidency and they just keep pulling up all of this negative stuff about her, and then, you know, they send out stuff like, oh, the less, this is another lesser of two evil situation. No, it's not. This is not a lesser of two evil situation. If it's never been a time to vote for somebody just because, now's the time. <laughs> because your alternative <laughs> is Trump. And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, with Hillary, I could see people saying, oh, because you ain't really know what Donald Trump was going to bring about. But mm-hmm. come on now. The proof is in the pudding. He's a stone cold nut, you know, who does not care about you. He doesn't care about the person sitting next to him. All he don't care about them damn kids he got. All he cares about is him, himself, and him. He don't care nothing about nobody else. He ha- He's done everything in the book that he could do to get impeached, but haven't gotten impeached yet. He should be under the jail. Your economy is not thriving. He's taking away your paychecks. He, you know, I mean, what more do you want? He's shown you who he is. Believe him. If you mm-hmm. never believe nobody else, believe him. So when you say that you're not going to vote for her because of, then that means, and you're not going to vote for Trump, then that means that you're not going to vote, which means that Trump will win. And so what's 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 her name? Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. If there's nobody else that comes out, she, she got, got my vote. <laughs> she has yeah. my vote just because mm-hmm. she's not him. And it's no lesser of two evils, you know, 
I don't care. I'm I'm being very honest with you. I'm always going to vote. And mm-hmm. she could not align with a damn thing that I want. She's not. Well, she does. She does because she's really in, into. I know a lot of people, um, Californians. You know, they complain because, oh, she sent my uncle to jail. She sent my brother to jail. She sent my daddy to jail. Uh, first of all, they committed a crime, probably, you know. And I'm not saying that the our justice system is perfect. It's, it's not perfect. There are innocent people in prison. But she had a job to do. She does her job. But she is really committed to equal justice mm-hmm. and reducing recidivism. So people going back to jail, getting out and going back and getting out and going back, you know, getting to the roots of the issue. So I know that's something that you are also really passionate about, Maya. I am. So it's, yeah. So people, you know, no one, no one likes for their loved one to go away. You know, no one likes that, but that is not a reason. That's not a sole reason not to get to know and see what her issues are because she's very pro young people. She's mm-hmm. very pro minorities. She does not hide the fact that she is of Jamaican descent, Indian descent. She identifies with communities of color. She does all those things. So and she's not listen. And she's I, not Donald I'm Trump. I'm with I'm with what, what was the man's name? Jeff Dewar. Jeff <laughs> Dewar. I'm with him. I'm against the establishment. You know, I'm I'm anti establishment. So I will be voting for anyone but him. But I am excited to see what she's going to bring to the table. You know, it's a shame that as soon as I heard that she announced my thought process was they ain't gonna vote for no black woman. They didn't even vote for Hillary and her ass has a damn, I mean, I think she was born into politics. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even vote for her. So even though she won the popular vote, she didn't win. And mm-hmm. so if, and, and, and a majority women did not vote for her. So right. I can't see them not voting for white women ain't vote for their white counterpart. I just can't see them voting for her, but I am excited to see what she brings to the table. Also very, uh, I heard, you know, it's rumblings that Cory Booker is also right. going to announce that he is running for presidency. Now, one thing's for certain and two things for sure. You could bet your bottom dollar. He got my vote already. Exactly. Cory got my vote, you know. <laughs> so Cory got my vote and I ain't even thinking about it. And that's Corey, just what it is. And it, it really is what it is. Um, Cory is a homeboy. You know, and I mean, he just saved the old lady out the burning building. I mean, come on, Corey. What else Corey, you doing it up. Corey, <laughs> yeah. what else does Corey have to do? And Corey, not even that. Well, Corey was a, a government official in New Jersey. You know, I followed him very closely, and he aligned with a lot of the thing that was important to me. And so I know his proven track record exactly. in you know, in New Jersey and what he has brought to the Senate since he's been there. And so again, if he announces, he has my vote, but we'll, you know, see if he announces and then we'll mm-hmm. give out some information about Cory Booker, but Camille, well. but we're, we're, we're excited to see what she brings to the table and, you know, we'll see what the next couple of months gives us. I got one more thing. All right. I know you ain't really into pop culture. But you had to have hear, heard about, because you on social media, whether you on pop culture or not, you mm-hmm. had to have heard what's going on between Future, the rapper, Sierra, and Russell Wilson. Well, I know that Sierra and Future have a baby, 
And I know that Sierra is married to Russell Wilson and they have a baby, right? They do. And and I know that Russell Wilson was like, you don't know how to take care of a woman or something, or I know how to be a better father than you or something like that. So I, I do know this story. I don't know. Any well, Russell, songs Wilson, or anything, but... Russell Wilson didn't really come out and say anything. Oh, what in happened the beginning, was... he, he, no, in the very beginning, he, they did a family, didn't they do like a family interview or something? Or maybe Sierra said it. Right, the Sierra might have alluded. Sierra said Russell Wilson didn't say it because Russell Wilson got too much class, and at the end of the day, Russell yeah. Wilson is like in a in an atmosphere of who is future. You know, that's kind of like exactly how, that's how what I said too. His life. So Future, the rapper, and Sierra was once in a relationship. You know, they were engaged to be married. Did he messed that up? I'm so sure. I I don't know the facts, but he messed that up. And and Sierra moved on. They had a baby, you know, and then he moved on. She moved on with her life and she married Russell Wilson. Well, recently, uh, Future dropped his album and he came out with some interviews. And in the interview, he spoke about their relationship. He was asked about their relationship and he basically said, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it right in front of me, but he said that Russell Wilson wasn't a man. He does whatever Sierra tells him to do. Hmm. He don't feel like he's a man at all because he ain't come to him as a man. And he's, and he got his, and he's, you know, around his child. Sierra never introduced future and Russell to each other. And Hmm. she, and he just feels like it's corny that he would be around somebody else's child and not want to know the father. Here's what I have to say to that. And like I said, I'm you're such a dumbass down. A, such a dumbass down. <laughs> B, if you was being a father to your child, you wouldn't have these issues. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it is just like a ninja who is not focused on the kids. They focused on the woman. You focused on their marriage. You're mad because you can't control the situation. You're mad because Sierra don't need you. Sierra went on ahead and she glowed up. But see, that's what men got to realize. Nine times out of, I'll give it eight times out of 10. Women date up. Men mm-hmm. date down. You right. know what I'm saying? You date down. You go from uh, the college professor to the chick that's sitting at home all day doing mm-hmm. nothing. You know what I'm saying? That Damn. That's y'all. That's you y'all. Had- you went past the shampoo girl. Hey, listen. Sitting home doing nothing. Okay. Sitting at home doing nothing. <laughs> not even shampoo and hair. Okay. Right. Mm. So y'all date down. Women, they tend to, if they can, date up. You know, you look right. at people that got a little bit more than what he had, you know, bringing a little bit more to the table, treating you a little bit better. You know, we tend to try to do that. So you're mad that she moved on to something bigger and better. And at the end of the day, it should be about your child. You should be happy that she got your child around somebody who has taken on that child like they're his own, Mm -hmm. who treats the child with respect and love and treats your child's mother with respect and love. But you're so busy out here being upset that, you ain't raising your kids because he the same person who said, oh, my I'm, my kids just got to understand that their father is a superstar and I can't have, I don't have as much time to spend with them like they probably would want. You also mm. man that got six kids 
by six different women. You mm. also the man who just had a baby last week and got one on the way. Oh. So you really don't have a lot of time in your life mm. to be doing interviews on Sierra. You should be out here trying to book shows so that you can take care of the rest of those kids. You know what I'm saying? And be happy that Sierra got a man who stepped in to be a man who knows his role as a man. And taking care of your son. Taking care of your baby. Mm. Because mm-hmm. I see a lot more videos of Russell Wilson and Lil Future than I do of Future and Future. But then, too, I don't see videos with Future and his damn kids, period, because no. you are a superstar somewhere. But, Sierra, bravo to you that you stepped up and you was a woman and right. got you a man got you to take happy. care of you and your children. And that's all I got to say about that. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Bibby said it in the beginning. Make sure that you listen to us wherever you can listen to your favorite podcast. We are on, where you say we was on again? iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor. Anchor, YouTube. And YouTube. Mm-hmm. So check us out. Remember, we'll be here each and every Monday for our all-new episode. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. Remember, you can follow me on my personal Twitter. It's MyMy13. That's M-Y-M-Y-1-3. And I'm at the Biamina. That's B-I-B-B-I-A-M-I-N-A. Yeah. So we'll be here same time next week. Remember, be great this week. Do that shit. I love you, Maya. Love you too.